Spirits Up Business Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I am Lauren. And today's podcast is brought to you, Lauren, by my business, Michelle R. Price, the light worker, getting into it. Really excited. Uh, lots of great things happening at the moment. So, Michelle R. Price, the light worker on Facebook. I am a medium, so connect past over loved ones. I do oracle card readings, a little bit of tarot, not not overly. Uh, I do mentorship. I teach people how to discover and develop their gifts. I also help people with Reiki. So I'm a Reiki master and I teach Reiki from home on the Sunshine Coast, Queensland, Australia. So if any of that tickles your fancy, there are some other uh, fabulous little things I'm developing on the sidelines as well in my spare time, which Laura knows I'm uh, not making a lot of at the moment, then Michelle, I price the live work on Facebook. Check me out and um, yeah, feel free to make a little booking if you would like some guidance or uh, a little bit of healing or anything like that. Lauren, uh, the theme today is intuition. And, you know, it's a great topic because I think, you know, a lot of people kind of doubt it. They don't overly trust it. And it's a lifesaver. It's just a lifesaver. So we're going to be talking about this today because I think it's great for business. And you have to be woo-woo. I mean, everyone has intuition. So, you know, I just think this is a really great topic today. And uh, Lauren is going to do a card draw, I think, today as well. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm just thinking of um, just right now, and I'll put a link to it. My former podcast, the Raw Raw podcast, I actually interviewed a guy all about intuition and uh, he, he's not really woo woo. Mm. So it was really kind of interesting because being spiritual, I always sort of equated um, my intuition with being my higher self connection or connecting with my guides, but talking to somebody who, who isn't necessarily anchored in that was really fascinating. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, just for our listener at home, if they want to listen, listen to somebody who has a bit of a different perspective, I will tell you, it's basically like a masterclass. I think I maybe talked twice in the entire hour. Wow. He just talked the whole time. That's the, yeah. Uh, he knows his subject. Let's just say that he's like a Ted, Ted talk speaker. Um, so it was no real surprise, I guess, but yeah, it was just interesting perspective, but you and I are going to have a kick-ass show here. So they don't really need to go listen to that. It's just if they want some more then they can go and check that out. That's so let's start off with a card. So I'm going to, do you have the man, the magic of unicorns deck? No, I don't. I don't. don't. So pretty, so pretty. Look at the little unicorn magic of unicorns deck. Yes. (laughs) So let's just pull the card for the day. Okay, here we go. And the card for the day is the freedom of truth. Communicate honestly and be who you truly are. And this is card number 12. And we know that a two plus a one is a three. And we learned on our last show that three is a symbol of strength, the Holy Trinity. And for me, I always equate three as well with being creativity and new ideas. Mm -hmm. So this card is a lot about exactly what it says, communicating honestly and being who you truly are. And it's actually the most perfect card, I think, to speak about the intuition, because very often when we're thinking about the intuition, or at least when I'm thinking about it, it's really connecting with your inner guidance. It's really connecting with your inner self. And when you can communicate honestly and be who you truly are, then very often, and you are actually in line perfectly 
with your intuition. So I think that, you know, in our show today, what we're going to be doing is really exploring how to tap into your intuition. I'm sure we'll share some stories on when intuition following our inner guidance worked for us. And so starting off by communicating honestly and being who you truly are is actually a great way to support your intuition and your intuitive journey. So it's the perfect card for that. And that is from the Diana Cooper the magic of unicorns oracle deck i'll put a link to that in the show notes for a listener at home if they'd like to to know more and michelle we're going right. uh, promptly after this show down to buy the magic of the unicorns deck <laughs> yeah, it's amazing i actually got right. it at big w and you know what i noticed the other day michelle you can buy um oracle cards from big w on ebay so you can get that fabulous e uh big w price without having to actually go to go to big w so if you just look up big w on ebay though which sucks Uh, but um you need one yeah i usually go down to big w (laughs) see i find lauren i find lauren and this is another let's let's put this in as a talk topic i find that having all that stuff online it just makes it easier to spend so then you end up kind of you know and i think you know what i'm talking about yeah you're like uh-huh. oh it's so easy it's just here i'll just you know buy a unicorn deck you know whereas going to big w it's a bit of an effort so you got to like get in the car and then yeah. maybe you don't do it so you know i feel like i'm sort of yeah. um saving my husband some um some money some cash but well having- i am keeping the i mean i'm th- think about it this way you know i'm keeping the um the postman in a job you know, so that's, that's, that's also important. Yes, that is important and a uh, very nice justification <laughs> there. Well done. So yeah. Lauren. And uh, also I live on a farm, as you know, so my chances of going and shopping are very limited. So I'm, I'm all about treat yourself. Yes. Well, anyway. it's a, yes, very good. Um, very good argument there. I um, totally agree with that. You're debating Lauren. I think you've been very good at debating in school. Uh, okay. So card beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Uh, makes a lot of sense. I'm sure for us and also the listener at home as they always do, because everything is intuition and even Lauren pulling that card really, uh, same thing is intuition. But what we'd like to do first of all is get across what we've been doing, what's been going on. Maybe there's some big takeaways for Lauren or I this week, and hopefully the listener at home sort of relates to some of this because a lot of the time our lives do closely intertwine. Uh, so hopefully that is the mm-hmm. case. Now, all I wanted to say this week was amazing. Amazing. Um, I did a light language activation, Lauren, last night, and uh, I've got another event I'm hosting tomorrow. This is recorded three weeks ahead of when the listener at home will hear this, but I am uh, doing a beautiful activation on September 11, which will be uh, over and uh, done and over by the time uh, the person at home hears this. But yeah, we're going to do an activation on September 11. There's a lot of other um, sound healings and gatherings and all this sort of stuff happening because I think this date has had a bit of a rough, you know, time of it since September 11. And you know, we know a lot of um, a lot of sadness is associated with that date, but. We're trying to now, I guess, lift the energy, I think, with what's happening overseas in Afghanistan and all of that. We're really trying to kind of bring a new energy to this. And, and that's how we fight back, you know, with love. It's just love energy, you know, and we don't want to be sad on that date anymore. There's a lot of activations happening at the same time. It wasn't planned. It's just I've noticed a lot of people are doing it on this date. And uh, I did have one of the ladies who does light language over last night and we did a little gathering in my home online and in my home. And we ended up, it's amazing. Spirit is amazing. We had 12 people and we were meant to have more than that, but a few people dropped out last minute, but we had 12 women show up. We've got 12 women coming tomorrow to this activation. 
Uh, and it's all the 12th for tomorrow was sort of more planned because we specifically invited, you know, three of our friends as um, three of us doing it. We invited three other people. So we wanted the 12 for tomorrow, but last night was an accident. It was just 12 women were available, you know, and showed up and it was just uh, perfect. So, you know, I'm on a, a big high, but um, I think the biggest takeaway for me out of this activation is that, you know, basically we all sat around, um, Ness came over, played her beautiful bowl. She's got an alchemy bowl with the gold and the rose quartz and the moldavide and all that sort of stuff in it. And it was just, it was the most divine sound I've ever heard. And we were all able to sing along with her. And some people were making, you know, unusual noises. Some people were like, you know, doing all sorts of things. And there was no judgment. It was just, we all did what, whatever came out, you know, of our mouths. And I think that's sometimes really, again, intuitive um, and a bit of trust, you know, trust that people aren't going to laugh at you and stuff like that. People making kookaburra sounds, dolphin noises, you know, whatever came out of your mouth was totally fine. So I just thought that was a really awesome opportunity for a bunch of women just to get together be a bit silly we laughed you know all that sort of stuff and that's all about raising your vibration so just an awesome awesome time of it um really grateful and i did have a cousin the little 12 year old girl i read for she's gorgeous i've read for her mum and her granny and granny was the uh, skeptic i think i talked about her last week and this week i read for one of the cousins and the cousin tells me that I've changed granny. She's forever changed. She's a believer now. She's not a skeptic anymore. So I'm just uh, thrilled to bits because if I can change a couple of people and get them to believe that there is more, you know, after we die and um, it is all about source energy and stuff like that, then I'm a happy lady. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. And um, yeah, I can't wait for tomorrow. Lauren, what's been going on with you? What have you been doing? Well, I've started meditating on a pretty regular basis again. It's kind of out of the habit of doing that and basically just to align with today's show <laughs> because meditating is actually super key to developing your intuition. Sure is. I think one of the things though that I realize is that, you know, I do have the time in my day to do it if I just make it happen. And so I've just scheduled it into my morning routine. So I sort of have, I come into my office, I light my candle, I smudge the space, I pull an Oracle card, I do a meditation, and then I get into my day and I get into my work. And for me, it just really sets my day up properly with intention. It just allows me to be grounded and be in the moment and to feel like I'm in control and I've, I've allocated that self-care time for myself. Plus it's also allowing me an opportunity to develop my intuition further. As you would know, when we connect to ourselves and we connect with spirit, we can do all these different activations as well within meditations that really allow us to open up. Uh, I will say one, one meditation I did recently, I just thought of it now because George is just whining just there, but, um, I was doing this meditation and basically it was a guided one. And then in it, they said, now um, look at all of the beans around you or something along those lines. And as soon as that happened, he started barking and I went, oh no, you know, it just kind of gave me a little bit of that woo kind of excitement feeling as though he was picking up on something that was there. Uh, so that was pretty fun. But uh, aside from that, I'm building a new course. So it's all about activating the inner genie and just reminding people that they truly can have an amazing life. You know, I've been able to manifest so many things, which I shared some of those things in our manifestation episode last year. We should really do another one, by the way, of those, girl. Oh, absolutely. You could talk about that until probably... the house came home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in this course uh, that's going to be available through my my new business, 
I'm really teaching people about getting their foundation right, activating a powerful, positive mindset, and really kind of setting themselves in line with the life that they want to live. And what this has really been doing for me over the last week, especially is as I'm writing it, it's, it's allowing me to really analyze where I'm at and the decisions that I've made in my life to bring me to where I am now, which is an amazing place. And so I'll be discussing that further in this episode as well, because when you are following your intuition, when you are listening to your inner guidance, when you do realize that all things are working out for your highest good, uh, if you put that intention out there, of course, then you really can have an amazing life. And I think that, you know, tapping into the intuition is basically the most important thing that you could ever do. It's like the key to your survival. It really truly is, you know, it's that whole survival of the fittest concept where it's like, it's true because if you're not listening to your intuition, you will end up in some places where you just should not go or you do not want to head down that road. It can take you a long time to come back. I mean, how many times have you heard of people saying, oh yeah, I had this amazing idea and I didn't do anything with it. And then a few years later, I saw someone else with this idea. I mean, I know we've talked about that on the show many times or you know, I knew that I shouldn't have done X, Y, Z and look where it's landed me. You know, these are always conversations that people have. And um, so in the show, I know we'll be exploring that a little bit. So I know that you came up with the idea for the show today. So I'll let you start things off and then I'll kind of flow from flow from there. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I was sort of going to get into that, um, just what you were just talking about. And because a lot of people come to me and they go, Michelle, what about my intuition? I don't think I've got it. You know, I don't think I can do it. And it's like, it's just a natural ability. It's like having certain organs in your body. I mean, most people are born with a heart. If you're not, then you're a bit in a bit of strife. Um, but it's just kind of, it's built into us, you know, in my opinion. And back in the day, if you think about when guys were out, you know, caveman days or, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, tribes, uh, the men were out there with their tunnel vision, you know, hunting and gathering and catching your food for the day, the dinner or whatever. And the women were back at the nest, uh, looking after the babies, preparing the food, you know, whatever they were doing. Women had to have eyes in the back of their head and they still do. I mean, how many times, how many families have sort of gone, mom, how did you know I was reaching for that biscuit? You were turning the other way. You were facing the other direction. Women do have eyes in the back of their head because literally if you have a predator, a saber-toothed tiger, a bear, whatever coming up behind you, you had to have an instinct about that. You had to know that it was coming up behind you because it saves your life. If you're pregnant, you're more vulnerable and pregnancy gives off, you know, certain pheromones and smells and stuff like that, you know, which I believe probably predators will be aware of um, and or menstruation, you know, it leaves you a bit more vulnerable. So you know, when you go to sleep and you close your eyes and, you know, that's when your third eye kicks in, but that's also kind of your, um, you know, your intuition, your caution, uh, warning system. And then if something's sneaking up, boom, you're awake, boom, you're awake. And a lot of women are light sleepers like that. Cause if something happens to the baby overnight, boom, you're awake. You know, it's that intuition to know that there's something wrong with my child, even when you are awake or asleep or whatever you're doing, but it's just, it dates back to prehistoric times in my opinion. So for me, it's everything, um, business, personal life, the whole thing. Um, you know, how many times, and Lawrence have alluded to this, we entered a relationship when you wouldn't be good for us. We ignored it. We ignored the feeling. Uh, we did it anyway and regretted it. Maybe that's a lesson. Maybe that's something that you needed to get out of the way, you needed to kind of do. Sure, you know, trust in intuition. It definitely gives you a bit of an inkling around that. But um, lots of people have come to me and sort of said, you know, oh, I had a bad reading, for example, you know, I had this terrible reading with this person. And I just say to them, well, what did your intuition say to you about that? You know, do you, did you get an inkling about that person? 
quite a few of them will say, oh, well, yeah, I did have a bad feeling, but I was in a hurry or I couldn't get anywhere else or whatever, whatever, you know, well, bad luck, you know, you ignored it and that's what happened. So take, take responsibility. You know, I don't want people to come in and feel like, oh, I was a, I was a victim because I went and had this bad reading. And yes. so you trust your intuition, you know, like you trusted it. Yes. See me. Yeah. You know, so you're never a victim. Um, you know, some people won't admit it, but that's okay. Um, I regularly say to people, everything I'm saying and doing from this point forward, when I'm doing a reading for someone, everything I'm saying and doing from this point forward is all purely intuitive. So I don't know these people. A lot of them I don't know. I don't know anything about them. And I'm like, whatever I'm saying to you now, keep in mind, this is all intuitive. It all means something from this point. Yeah. I can feel when that moment yeah. happens. I can feel when that kicks in. And then I just uh, mm. open myself up to spirit and I allow and whatever comes, comes. You know, what's funny is I actually teach people when I'm doing med- my mentorship, I'm sure you're the same, but I always tell them in the first session, I'm like, run everything through your own filter, Mm. you know, because I'm coming at life from my perspective, from my experience, and you really need to put it through your own filter. But then there's a fine line with that as well. And I say to them, you know, if I'm suggesting something and you're thinking right away, no, I'm not going to do that. Pay attention as to whether or not that's a fear voice or that's just really intuitively not the right fit for you. Yeah. And I said, and please explore that with me because I can reframe it in a different way or we can look at the resistance there. But I think that it's really important, you know, like you're sort of talking about there, that people do, they they do take responsibility for their life, that they do come back to their own inner truth. And that at the end of the day, they're waking up and going to bed with themselves and they're responsible for the decisions that they do or do not make all the time even if that's taking on the advice of somebody else. So it's so critical and so key to do that checking in. Now, for me, that checking in is that intuitive knowing as to whether or not something is for me or not. Mm. Uh, You know, very often I have been able to navigate some pretty difficult decision or situations in my life because I was paying attention to the signs or the messages or my body wisdom Um, And what I mean by that is I was checking in with how I was feeling about something. So very often when we're faced with the decision or a choice, if we take a moment to come to the moment and we listen to what our body is telling us, we could have little telltale signs that are telling us whether or not this is for us. So for example, if you feel anxiety, if you feel a a tightening or a clenching in your stomach, there's a possibility that this is not the right thing for you. You know, even you might feel like I don't want to go that way. Like it might even be difficult to walk or turn or pivot in a certain direction. And then on the other side, if you feel that lightness, if you feel that heart connection, if you feel excited, uh, I've done sometimes, this is going to sound like I'm, is going to sound crazy, but you might be able to understand. (laughs) So sometimes if I'm going for a run, my mind is going girl, we don't need to keep going. Like we can, we can have an early run early finish today. And so sometimes um, when I was living in my other house, I had a certain route. So there were different ways that I could get home. And so sometimes my mind was telling me, okay, girl, so we'll just, we'll turn left here and we'll take this shortcut home. But my body wouldn't do it. My body just 
navigated and went right past the shortcut. It was almost like these two people were navigating what I was supposed to do, but I always try to encourage my higher self to take over. So I sort of went with my body's direction there and not my mind who was, who was going, you know, Oh girl, go home and, you know, just relax. You've already ran a few K that's good enough. So it's really interesting interesting when you do kind of have those moments where you're allowing your body to sort of lead you. Have you ever had that happen that's to you before where your mind is telling you? No, I just that's weird? a really, really cool example. But it, it reminds me yesterday I was talking to a lady and she kind of said the same thing. She was having like an inner battle, but she kind of talks to herself. So similar to what you've got going on, but it's like she will kind of argue with herself. So like what you're saying, yeah. um, she's like, yeah. no, no, I'm not going to turn there or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like she has this inner yeah. with her intuition and yeah, her like logical self, I guess, um, that she described it as a bit of a battle, you know, going back and forth, but at least, you know, at least they're listening, you know, at least they're listening. Like if the, if there is a debate or a yeah. battle that, that means they're listening. Otherwise they're doing the shortcut and they're going home and, um, you know, not feeling as good as if you had to run the whole distance. So that's yeah. Really cool example. I love that. Love that. Yeah. It's weird when it happens. Yeah. But you're like, oh, okay. I guess we are going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's almost okay. like you're a bystander. It's almost like you're kind of, you know, in the bus, yeah. you're on the passenger seat and someone else is driving it. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah it's awesome example. Um, so working alongside spirit, um, with me in my work, um, as much as I do, I guess I'm still amazed at how often, um, spirit, like what Lauren was talking about as an example, um, to get me to do things I wouldn't normally do. So I guess it's a similar sort of thing. I hadn't really thought of it in that way. Um, but you know, a lot of the times I'm sort of, you know, playing trivia, for example, um, you know, we've written down an answer. And then we go and we debate and we discuss and we're like, what about this thing? What about that thing? And then you start to get worried and then you write down a different answer and then it's the first answer and you're like, oh my God, what did we change the answer for? So we started a policy in trivia um, where we're like, we're just going to write down the answer, whatever that answer is. That's what stays. We don't change it. And uh, quite often um, that's the right answer. So it's kind of that first bang, you know, whatever sort of pops into your head. That's a trivia example. Um, but you know, buying Oracle cards, like I've said before, you know, I've bought so many decks and I've been like, why am I buying this deck? Like I didn't even want cards. I didn't come here for cards, but next minute I'm buying a card deck and then I go home and I'm reading for someone and I go, ah, that's why I bought the deck. You know, that's why I bought it. So, you know, that's, that's all intuitive. And, um, I remember I bought the angels and ancestors deck, Kyle, uh, gray, and that lady rocked up at my door, the telemarketer selling something or other. And I still don't know what she was selling, but she looked exactly like the chick on the front of the deck. Her dad had just died. Like it was the anniversary of his death the year before. And she rocks up and she's standing there and I'm going, oh my God, you're like the girl on the front of my deck. This is insane. And she looked and goes, yeah, I agree. Um, so it was really strange because I didn't know why I bought that deck. I just felt really drawn to it. And then she knocked on my door that afternoon and uh, yeah, and her dad had passed and it was his uh, year anniversary. So we did a little reading at the front door, which is amazing. And that oh, time wow, when I drove up so to cool. Noosa Springs and had a reading, or not a reading, I'm sorry, I was having a facial and ended up reading for that poor girl whose sister was struggling and there was a lot of family stuff going on. And it wasn't, it was so weird, Lauren, because I even thought the whole time I'm there going, this is for me, this is my relaxation, I'm here for me, this is me receiving. And I got in the car and I kind of went, you know, that was all about her. The reason I went there was because for some reason, I think spirit couldn't get her to me. Um, and that's generally how people come to me is they lead them to me. But obviously that girl couldn't get to me for some reason, whether she didn't have Facebook or something. 
and they got me to go to her. And I know for a fact, because I had a massage, nothing came up, facial, everything came up. And I realized I went there literally for her because she needed guidance and her loved ones got me there because they were in the room with me. So giving the information. So, you know, I just really, I'm not always aware of it, I guess, in the moment is what I'm saying. A lot of the time I'm sort of walking around, like it's almost like sleep, sleepwalking sometimes. I'm doing things and just going, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? So it's a little bit like Lauren with her running, I guess. I'm kind of, my logic mind's going, what are you doing this for? And at the same time, I'm like, I just have to do it. I can't, I can't not do that thing. So um, that was very much about that, um, you know, going to Noose and getting that facial. Um, the other day, went back to um, a local, you know, crystal shop, bought some frankincense, don't like the smell of it, don't usually use it. Uh, bought some frankincense, don't know why, got home, reading for, I was doing mentorship with the lady who lost her son that I meet with uh, every week. And she had gone to the shop and bought frankincense because she'd run out and she was showing me. And it was, I just got home. I just come from buying some. And she gets there and goes, look what I just bought. And I'm going, oh, oh my God. What did I buy it for? Her son's always around me. So he was obviously talking about frankincense and I, I picked it up and not knowing why. And then she had it. And I said, well, this is what I just bought. And she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah. So it's like, and I really don't like the smell of it. So um, it's just going to sit there, but maybe I can sell it to my, send it to my client. Um, but you know, it's all, it's just amazing. And we actually had those uh, size sanctuary candles that I have, cause that's a charity that I work with size sanctuary. Um, the, the lady who was uh, killed in London, terrible dom- uh, terror attacks. Um, she was in the room the other night and, um, I'd originally got the candles in cause I was thinking of a particular client of mine who I thought would really like them. She was going through relationship stuff and, um, her friend at work had lost a son and, um, and I wanted, I just thought, you know, maybe she'll be interested in them, but the timing didn't seem right when she came over, she was a bit upset and I never kind of mentioned them to her. And it's so funny. I totally forgot about the candles and she came over for a reading the other day and then she turned around and went, what are they? And I said, oh, they're candles, you know, star sanctuary, la la la. And she went, oh, I've got to have them. I've got to have them. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, well, you know, this and this and what flavors do you like and whatever. And she picked one and then I went, you know what, you need this one. And Sarah was with me and I walked over and I picked up the Christmas pudding one and I gave it to her and I said, have a smell of that. And she was in love. And that's the one that she bought the other one, you know, willingly, but this Christmas pudding one, I was like, you need to have this one as well. She's letting me know. And she said, Michelle, it is literally like, I want to eat it. Like it is just amazing. It takes me back to my childhood. It takes me back to all the happy memories, la la la. It just Mm. transported her back. And that was intuition. I was like, you need this one as well. I wasn't trying to make money out of it. I don't make anything out of it anyway. But I just was like, you need this other one. And she went, yeah, I do. And she bought it and she, uh, and she left. So that was fantastic. You know, that is all intuition. I'm, I have no idea why I'm giving people these things, but you know, um, she trusted it and she was like, yeah, I needed that one as well. Um, just wanted to add another couple of quick examples with the lady that lost her son um, with the frankincense. Um, the other day she was saying she walked out the front door and I'm teaching her because before she lost her son, she wasn't spiritual. She said she wasn't spiritual at all. The other day she was walking out the front door and she went out so quickly and she's in a lockdown area. She forgot her mask. And she kind of ran back in, grabbed the mask, went back out. And then her school, old school friend was walking past and she's like, hi. And they ended up having like a half an hour long conversation. And she's like, I didn't even know you were here. Like, this is so weird. And she said to me, it just felt like it was really meant to be. And it turns out that woman had had some big loss in her family as well. And so she's going through some sort of grieving. And so they're now meeting up on a regular basis. Um, so that was amazing. She said, I don't know why I walked out the front door, but I just, I just felt to. And, um, she also found her missing cat. And I used this as an example, a few, um, episodes ago where her cat daughter's cat had gone missing. Um, she had a little bird hopping around on the fence and she felt like it's giving her some signs or something about the cat. 
So she um, had someone sort of ring her up and say, hey, we think the cat's down near our place. Um, and someone said to her, and it was definitely her son, but someone said to her in her mind, um, in her mind, go down the road, walk down the road, go now, go now. So she walks out the front door, bare feet, everything, leaves the bag at home, runs down the front, runs down the road towards that other house, starts calling out the cat's name, the cat walks out, the bird's there as well. The bird was sitting on the fence looking at her, the same bird. So, you know, I'm covering goosebumps. So, you know, it's just that intuition and, and Romina didn't, um, you know, really trust that before and, and sort of that sort of thing. So now she's like, wow, you know, this is incredible. So she's just, every time she has one of those like feelings or desires, she follows it and um, it's just incredible. So, yeah. Lauren? I think that that's sort of the, um, you know, what you just explained there is so critical and so key. And if our listener at home doesn't listen to anything else, they just need to understand that when they follow their hunches, they will get validation that they're on the right track. 100%. And, you know, I really feel that you do need to follow your bliss. You do need to follow your joy. You do need to have that curious mind that's full of wonder and listening to that almost giving birth again or giving light to that inner child that's all about exploring and looking at all the wonderful things that the world can can provide us. And, you know, very often when we choose to get out of our own way, that is where miracles occur. That is where the miraculous things happen, you know, and following your intuition, following your hunches is another way of saying following your intuition is so key. I mean, I used the running example before, but I've also done this with driving where it's like, sometimes I'll be driving and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to go home the normal road, the normal route, but I'm being guided to turn a different way. And you know, nothing normally happens out of the blue, but how am I to know that there wasn't going to be something else going the other direction had I not listened to that? You know, you hear those fascinating stories of people who book flights and they just had this intuitive feeling like they were not supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're having that, if you're, it's almost as though if you're not excited about doing something, listen to that. Is there a reason why you're not excited? Is there a reason why you might be getting a sign that something is just not meant for you? It's not for you. Very often what I do is if, if my logical mind, if my myself thinks, okay, I want to do X, Y, Z, let's say, let's say I want to do something that's going to involve a big investment. Then I might say to spirit, can you please give me a very clear sign that this is for me? or else a very clear sign that it's not for me, you know, mm -hmm. throw that hurdle in my way. And I always put it out there gracefully and with humor, please. Uh, so that I know that something's going to intervene if I'm not meant to carry through on this direction. And I feel confident that that's always what's happening for me because I put that intention out there to spirit. Now, one thing that I thought was really cool and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on the show before, is that our subconscious mind is very is linked to our intuition i believe our subconscious mind is very often you know sort of that i don't know if it's like that quiet voice underneath that's sort of running the show you know um behind the conscious mind that thinks it's running the show it's sort of that 
pulsing heartbeat that kind of gets everything going. So I love how when I was reading Sonia Chaquette's book or taking her course, she was basically talking about how she turns her day over to her higher self. And she is constantly reminding herself, her subconscious to only listen to her higher self, not her lower self. And she used this story of how she was arguing with her husband and she wanted to say to him, and I want to divorce you or something like that. But instead she said, and that's why I love you. And she kind of went, what? And it's because over time she had told her subconscious to listen to her higher self. And so through that repetition, she was able to act from that place of, of her higher self, her higher knowing, her um, kind of getting out of her ego way. And so I think that when we are developing our intuition, that we do need to be aware that there are a lot of different things that play play a factor in whether or not we're able to listen and hear our intuition. And sometimes anger or our ego mind gets in the way of us being able to really check in. And so I like the idea of turning it over to the subconscious and kind of allowing our higher self to kind of be the one that's guiding this ship, so to speak. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Yeah, I love that. Um, um, I love that example with the lady, though, because it's like give people what they don't expect. And that's kind of the end of the argument, really, after you've said that. <laughs> you know, it's not getting any worse at that yes. point. You know, that's, uh, that's fantastic. I love that. Love. Um, it actually made me yeah. think while you were talking sort of at the beginning there about um, that time when I wasn't listening to my intuition. I was uh, working 24 hours a day. I was uh, freelancing as a journo for a year, did it for 12 months and nearly killed me. And literally it did drop my blood pressure and everything was insane. And I was so chockers and so flat out and, and no time. And I was sort of deliriously tired. And I remember I, I was like driving along and it was on the Gold Coast and I started to veer across into the left lane. I had indicated and I was going to merge and I didn't even look like I was so just not paying attention. So subconscious. I just didn't even look. And I felt a being, and I do believe it was an angel, jump into the front of the car from the back seat, come into the front. It felt like a physical kind of force, like a being there. And they grabbed the steering wheel because I was turning the steering wheel and they grabbed the steering wheel and were turning it back the other way. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And I was getting quite annoyed. Like I was still trying to force it to go the other way because I was just so not with it. I was trying to force it and I couldn't. The other being was stronger than me and turned the steering wheel back so that I was back in my lane. And I finally looked, I turned my head and I saw a massive four-wheel drive. I was in a small, I'm in a small car. This was a massive four-wheel drive, big, big car. And if I had hit that, it wouldn't have been good. Like it would not have been a good situation. Um, And whether it saved my life, I don't know. But I know that there was a being there. I know someone jumped in the car with me and I know that wasn't my time, you know, and that's what can happen, I guess, when we aren't listening to our intuition. Uh, I definitely believe that, that, um, you know, that's, uh, it can save your life. So, you know, that was an intervention, I guess, but yeah. it just shows me after that, mm. I really was aware. I really snapped back into it. And I was like, I can't live like this anymore. It's not healthy. And I made a lot of changes uh, from that point forward. Um, I did want to just comment here on color, Lauren, as well, um, because I often notice that people wear a particular color and it often represents their chakra, um, whatever needs healing. So if they've got a particular problem in a particular area, and I won't talk a lot about this because we're going to talk about color more later, but I do find that intuitively people are like hunting through their cupboard, trying to find that particular color and they put that thing on and it could be 30 years old and they come in and then everything is about that particular body part or that chakra, you know? And they're like, wow, I didn't know why I put this top on. And it's like I say to people, if you want to work in a particular chakra, wear the color 
play the crystal bowl associated with that chakra, get your tuning forks, get your whatever, you know, but wearing the color reminds you that that's what you're harnessing. That's what you're trying to balance. You know, it's all about the, um, you know, seeing it as a reminder, it's very visual. A lot of us are very visual. So, um, you know, the yellow flowers, um, when Sharon purchased those yellow flowers, one of my clients, um, and then the young lady and a mother rocked up that I read for and um, their favorite, grandma's favorite flower was a yellow rose. And, you know, she's pointing at the, at the flowers for me, uh, Nan, and uh, pointing at the card that had the rose on it. And I'm going, oh, yellow flowers and rose, yellow and rose. And they're going, oh my God, that's Nan's favorite color, uh, flower, uh, rose. So it was just, um, you know, amazing. And Sharon, I said to Sharon, why did you buy those flowers? And she goes, Michelle, I don't know. She said, I went in and I looked at them and I was like, I had to have them and I had to give them to you. She said, I have no idea. So she was even being guided. And I said, did you know that this lady's nan was with you? And she's like, no, um, I didn't. So it's like, even my clients are being affected now and they're buying me stuff, you know, based on what my um, next client's going to need or, or want. Um, so, you know, it's just incredible. It's not just Lauren and I, who are a little bit more, you know, aware, it's like everyone is doing this. Everyone is able to do this. So it's such an exciting thing. And um, yeah, I just wanted to sort of share that. Lauren, did you have anything to add before we get into the spirits up? I love that. No, I think I've, I've got quite a bit to add, but I think I'll save it for the spirits up segment awesome. because, uh, yeah, um, because I, I was going to comment on color and then hmm. I thought, you know what, I'm actually going to save that for our next episode because okay. I don't. Yeah, I wanted to share sort of some of those stories later. Awesome. So yeah, the Spirits Up segment of the podcast is brought to you by my business, which is the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, the magic, and the miracles within. So if you are a spiritual professional, you've been building your skills and knowledge for years, and you feel ready to share the wisdom with the world, then the Afterlight Institute would like to work with you. So if you are ready to create your very own online course without having to worry and stress about the technology and the marketing, then we actually urge you to apply because guess what? We will make your course for you. We don't teach you how to make your course, but we do sort of, but we will actually do it for you. And I also wanted to throw in that at the time of release, uh, this episode is being released that very soon, my course activating the inner genie activating the genie within is going to be for sale and i would really encourage you that if you are wanting to activate the inner genie if you are wanting to manifest if you are wanting to develop your intuition and have a positive mindset and step into your future self that you do check out that course so all the details will be in the show notes to the afterlight institute everything can be found there so what i wanted to comment on today as far as my contribution to the spirits up segment is really to you know kind of come back to what we've been talking about which is following your body wisdom following your hunches and releasing your inner was your inner resistance because i think that when you can surrender to what is you can flow with life and then all these amazing things like what you've been talking about michelle will start to happen to you where you're going wow i'm gonna go with the flow and look at all these cool things that are that are coming for me. And every time that happens, I always just throw down my thank you, thank you, thank you more, please. Because when you do that, it's kind of letting yourself know and letting spirit know that, yeah, I like this. I like mm. this flow. I like this vibe that I'm on. And I would like to have some more of this, please. One thing that I thought I wanted to share was that um, there are a couple fabulous books that I've recently read 
that I thought that maybe our listener at home and maybe you, Michelle, if I haven't already talked about them that you might be keen on. So one of them is called the seven types of spirit guides. So this one, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And um, the author is Yamil, uh, Yamil Yamunya. And basically she goes through the seven different types of spirit guides. And then she also has a quiz in there that helps you to figure out which spirit guides are more, more likely working with you. And as you can start to develop your relationship with your spirit guides, you can actually start to develop your intuition even more because you can start to pay attention to the intuition that are the, the symbols and the signs and the, the kind of inklings that they're helping you to feel and get. And then the other thing I wanted to share was an amazing book called The Female Art. Archangels, and this is written by Claire Stone, and she, it's just amazing. She basically goes through 11 female archangels. She talks about all their different strengths, the things that you can invite them in to help with, different ways of invoking them. One of the things that really stood out for me within that conversation or that book was that we've always sort of been, well, I've always been taught, I think, Michelle, you might agree to when you want to cut cords and you want to do these sort of things that you bring in, you want protection, you bring in Archangel Michael. Okay. So in her book, I was listening and she was saying that she has always been encouraged to actually bring in her higher self to do the work instead. Mm. And I thought that was so cool and really just sign that, you know, we can do a lot of this work on our own if we learn to rely on ourselves. And I think that when we learn to rely on ourselves, and that's when our intuition will even develop even further because we start to trust ourselves to be able to deal with our own stuff or to be able to protect ourselves or to be able to make those decisions that are going to take us towards our truth and where we want to go. And so those are a couple of really strong books that I would really recommend if anybody wants to connect with their angels, their spirit guides. And then, of course, tap in more to their higher self. Mm, love that. Love those books and great examples. Love the angels. Um, it reminded me yesterday, actually, I forgot about this, but um, another intuitive thing I was um, doing, how to heal it, come over to the house. And um, Lauren's going to have a chat to this lady. She's amazing. Tracy um, is her name. And she came over and did a little session with me. She works with frequency and vibration. And um, she had the... Um, doing a bit of, I guess, uh, just healing in a child, you know, mother, family, bloodlines, all of that. And it was just really interesting, but it did bring up the next day, it brought up a bit of inner child for me. And I thought, what am I going to do? You know, and I sort of thought, do I go to the gym and do a workout? And all of a sudden, Ariel popped into my head, the Archangel Ariel popped in. Um, and she's the Archangel mm. for nature and all that sort of stuff. And she said, Michelle, go to nature, go to nature. And she showed me where to go. So I got my roller skates on and I went to that location where she'd pointed out and the whole way I sort of cried and I was like just releasing and I was like mm. saying all the things that, you know, I, I guess I needed to hear at the time, you know, going back to a certain age in my life. And, you know, it was just the most beautiful experience and I felt like a massive clearing and I lot a lot better. And I was really grateful that I listened because had I gone to the gym, I may not have been able to do that. You know, I may not have been able to um, have that amazing release and experience. And, you know, I'm at the point now where I don't even have to wear sunnies anymore. I used to wear sunglasses if I knew I was going to go and do something like that because um, I didn't want people to see me crying or see my face, but I didn't even care. Like, I just don't care anymore. It's like, I don't, yeah, it doesn't worry me. You know, it is what it is. And it was just a really beautiful experience. And I'm like really grateful, really grateful to um, Ariel for that, for popping in and uh, giving me that information. So I, I do listen. Beautiful. Uh, the key, yeah. of course, with your intuition, as Lauren sort of alluded to, is, you know, just notice if you're in your head or your heart or your gut, you know, 
Um, trust your first thought, as I alluded to with trivia, you know, before is a funny example. Trust your first thought or feeling. Um, everything after that, I believe, is analyzing. That's when we start to argue with ourselves. And so many people come to me and they go, Michelle, you know, I think this is the answer, or I feel this is the answer, but everything else. And I'm like, all right, let's get back to this first thing and we'll work with that. Because everything after that, don't care. Whenever you say the but, don't care. Um, you know, just don't question it. If I um, stopped and thought about all the times so I was buying those card decks or going to a shop I normally wouldn't go into, I think I'd be missing out on a lot of things. Uh, and my intuition always delivers. It always makes sense later, even if it does make sense in the moment. Um, sometimes I kind of feel like I'm walking around in a bit of a, a dream state, as I alluded to before as well. But, you know, I especially pay attention to any cautions. And that time that I gave the example of the angel sort of jumping in the front seat and, and turning the steering wheel the other way, which did happen and it's genuine and I'm not, I'm not a crazy lady, that did happen. Um, you know, that was a big caution, but it's because I hadn't listened to the intuition and I just wasn't conscious. I was living unconsciously there. So, you know, spirit had to kind of intervene and, um, and really did save my life. So, you know, my, my feeling is um, to ask the listener at home, if you're talking, if you're speaking, replace think with feel. That's key to intuition. So if people say to me a lot, I think, I think, I think, I think, especially in readings, if you're doing an Oracle card reading with me and I'm teaching you, if you're saying, I think I'm always saying to people, feel it's feel replace, think with feel. And you're on the right track because the intuition is a feeling. It's not a thought. It's not in the head. It's not a thinking. Um, that's when we start to argue with ourselves like Lauren was on her run earlier. So that's all I really wanted to share, I guess, in the spirits up um, part of this. It really is just very, very simple. We all have this. It's a life-saving technique from uh, prehistoric days um, and women especially very good at it because the men were off hunter-gathering and obviously they had a certain level of intuition to save their lives. But for us, we had to have very wide you know, um, perspective and be able to sort of see literally at the back of our head. So, um, Lauren, coming up on the next podcast, um, we are going to be talking about colours and what they represent, which is why we um, sort of kept a little bit of that for next week. Um, and it's going to be a really wonderful com uh, conversation. I'm really looking forward to because colour is everything. Colour is creative and beautiful and especially yellow. I want to leave the listener at home with yellow uh, this week. That's sunshine, laughter, joy, all of those fabulous things, the colour of abundance and prosperity as well. And Lauren has a beautiful rainbowy type T-shirt on today, sunshine, and it's got pink, uh, orange and yellow and a beautiful love heart right in the middle. You are my sunshine. And I've been looking at that all day, Lauren, and it's really brightened my mood. So I, um, I'm really grateful. So You're welcome. Thank you for your t-shirt. Very intuitive, I think, that you put it on. Love it. Yes. Yes. Right. Perfect. Right. Well, what a great show. And yeah. uh, we'd like to hear from our listener at home. If they had any takeaways, you know, let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we're always really interested in whether or not you've got any sh show talk topics that you'd like us to discuss we love a challenge so bring it on whether it's woo, -woo whether it's business we'd love to hear from you so thank you so much for listening we appreciate your time and also if you could leave us a review where you get your podcast that would be fabulous fabulous and that's been the spirits up business podcast just to throw it in there at the end just in case i forgot what it was called <laughs> thank you lauren i'll see you next week Perfect. for colors thank colors. you have a great week yes you too girl